Welcome to the Actualize Your Full Potential podcast, hosted by yours truly, Bruce Barnes. Join me as we discover small changes that can make a big impact in your life. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Actualize Your Full Potential podcast. My name is Bruce Barnes, and I also have the website actualizeyourfullpotential.com and you can find the link to my podcast there as well and I am going to upload a video of this to my YouTube YouTube channel which can also be found on my website so on this first episode I'm going to just uh, share a little bit about myself but also we're going to uh, explore the power of your mind and your thoughts, and just uh, have a little bit of fun along the way. So before I get uh, going too much further, I want to encourage you to you know, get in a comfortable, safe location if you can, And because in a few minutes, I'm going to be asking you to participate in a little exercise and have a little fun here. So one of the things that... Uh, people tend to uh, do is they use the words brain and mind in the same, um, you know, interchangeably, you know, says, but they, they really have two separate meanings. Your brain is your physical organ that's in your head, while the mind is what the brain does. So your mind is the most powerful computer ever created. It can actually perform over 10,000 or 10 quadrillion computations per second without you even knowing it. So just think about that, 10 quadrillion computations per second. And just think about all of the different functions of your body, your heart beating, blood flowing, eyes blinking, eyes moving, you're swallowing, you got six trillion commands every second going to 60 trillion cells in your body and all of the other things that are going on in your body. So just think, imagine if you had to consciously try and control everything. Oh my gosh. So with all of that amazing things that the mind is doing, there's one thing that it cannot do. And what do you think that is? Ponder that just for a second. It cannot distinguish the difference between a thought and reality. And we're going to explore that in a little while. So a doctor connected sensors to a skier's body and asked him to just think about skiing down a hill. So just his thoughts fired the muscles used when he was, you know, used when he was actually skiing. But he wasn't. <laughs> it was just his thoughts. This is known as the placebo effect. Just like when someone takes a placebo you know, pill versus the actual drug, the placebo effect was found to also happen in a study of patients that had bad knees 
one group had surgery to fix the knee, while the other group just had small incisions made, but no surgery was done. And most of that last group felt better, even though nothing had been fixed. And there's also a nocebo effect, which is the opposite of the placebo effect. This is what happens with uh, hypochondriacs. That's what they experience. They believe they will be sick, and they experience those symptoms. So here's another example. A hypnotist told his subjects that he had up on stage that his finger was red hot. And when he touched their arm, a blister formed on their arm where he touched them. That's just from their thoughts. So what your subconscious mind believes will become your reality. Did you think you were in control of your conscious thoughts? <laughs> we uh, consciously decide things only 2 to 4% of the time. 96 to 98% of the time, it is your subconscious mind that is running your life. It controls what we crave, desire, and act upon 96 to 98% of the time. What you hold in the back of your subconscious mind shapes your reality. And what do you think shapes your subconscious mind? Pretty much everything around you. What you see, hear, touch, and emotionally feel has a direct impact on your subconscious mind. From seemingly harmless cartoons to graphic video games and movies, even the music that we listen to, you may not be paying close attention to the words, but your subconscious is listening to everything, including your self-talk. The negative things bombarding your subconscious mind cause cortisol to be released. This is the stress hormone, which weakens your immune system and even promotes weight gain. So now think about what situations cause you to experience anxiety. The truth is, no situations cause anxiety. It's your psychological reaction to the situation that causes anxiety, not the situation itself. For example, skydiving. Some people love to go skydiving, while others become very anxious at the thought of jumping out of an airplane. Same thing with just flying in an airplane. Our psychological reaction can produce positive or negative results. It's your choice. It really is. Now think of your mind as the GPS for your life. When there's interference, you will have problems arriving at your desired destination. We average between 60,000 to 80,000 thoughts every day, most of which are the same as we had the previous day. And most of those are negative thoughts. Remember, negative thoughts cause cortisol to be released in your body. This means that most of every day, 
we are experiencing stress. These are called ants. Automatic negative thoughts. A-N-T-S. They keep popping into our mind, keeping us in a negative state. These are also a form of negative self-talk. Just like pollution impacts the environment around us, your negative thoughts and self-talk impact you internally and both affect your health. There are several types of ants. One type includes words such as always and never, every time or everyone. Another type focuses on the negative side effects. For example, I know I lost 10 pounds, but I really wanted to lose 15. Another type takes you on a guilt trip like with words like should, must, ought to, and have to. And then there are the ant that uh, labels yourself as being lazy or failure or a loser. And there's a few nasty ants that you must watch out for too. One of them predicts negative outcomes from an upcoming date, the medical test that you just had, or the job interview you're going into. Another one blames other people for your problems, and the final ant thinks it can read minds by telling you that the other person must not like you because they didn't say hello or respond to your text message right away. So these are all types of ants. And some of the, the phrases, like, he, he's always putting me down. I won't get this done in time. I just won't try. You never listen to me. Nobody could love me. I'm a failure. I'm so annoying. I shouldn't get upset over this. No one understands me. Why try? I'm awful at this. I shouldn't cry. She didn't say hello. She must not like me. I'm so stupid. These are all ants. Now that you have been made aware of ants, you will notice them more often. So just noticing them empowers you to cancel and replace them. So how do you stomp out those ants? It's, it's not hard. The challenge is there are so many of them, um, so they will keep you busy for a while trying to get them all stomped out. Just don't give up. <laughs> they will go down in numbers, and you must remain aware of them and stomp them out um, when they try to come, take control again. When you notice them, tell yourself, Ant, cancel that. And think of a positive alternative and say it out loud. Saying it out loud reinforces the thought. You think that's too simple? Just try it for a while and notice how you feel. Before you do that, though, write down how you feel physically and mentally with the current date on it. And then put it away for reference later. So you want to rate yourself on both the physical and mental you know, how you feel in that from um, 1 to 10, where 1 is you couldn't feel any worse, and 10 is you feel amazing. Then after you've 
been doing this uh, uh, canceling the ants and stomping them out for a few weeks, rate yourself again and take another look. Okay, so now I hope you found yourself in a comfortable spot. So we're just about to do a little exercise. Okay, time for some audience participation. I hope you uh, got in a into a you know comfortable you know, spot and just like you to uh, relax and close your eyes if you can safely do that and take a couple deep breaths just to relax and cleanse your Self here says, Now I want you to visualize that you're in your kitchen, and on the counter is a bowl of fresh lemons. And I want you to reach out and take one. And I really want you to stretch your arm out, reach out like you're picking one up. And in your mind's eye, bring it up to you and you closely look at it. See how yellow it is and feel the texture. Now set it down on the counter and take a knife out and cut the lemon in half. Notice the juice running out of it. Now cut it again so you have a wedge. Put down the knife and pick up the lemon wedge. Bring it up to your nose. Take a long smell. Mmm, so fresh, smells so good. Now bring it up to your mouth and bite into it. <laughs> okay, open your eyes. What, uh, what did you experience? Could you smell it? Could you taste it? What happened? Did your mouth pucker up when you bit into it? Most people, that's, what happens? And that was just your, your mind. It was, I mean, just your thoughts. Since your mind doesn't know the difference between the thoughts and reality. So, um, let me, I'm just going to share a little bit about my, about myself and kind of my my experiences. So I was uh, born and raised Catholic. And there's a variety of things that I've experienced in my life that could be re referred to as woo-woo. <laughs> so it's an interesting combination. So when I was in 10th grade, I became extremely ill and was physically in and out of the hospital about half the school year. And I eventually had surgery about a, a year later. Uh, the day after surgery, they got me out of bed and put me on a scale and weighed me. 
I weighed 65 pounds at five feet, 10 inches tall. I was literally skin and bones. I always had what I considered a vivid daydreams and about my future when I was growing up. But a few months before I got sick, when I would try to see myself doing something in the future, all I could see was a black screen, like a, a dark movie theater. And honestly, it kind of freaked me out. So after the surgery, I was able to visualize myself in the future again. So then while recovering at home, I told my dad that I had, um, you know, I was hearing this voice in my head every so often saying, no, not yet. You're not through here. And he put down what he was reading and said, I wouldn't be a bit surprised. And I was like, what? And I asked him, what do you mean by that? He said, well, they almost lost you twice on the operating table. And I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> but I was in great health for many years after that. And then I started having you know, issues again and more surgeries. And then in 1987, entered the hospital for yet another surgery, expecting to be in there for maybe a week and home recovering for another week or so. Uh, this is when I discovered just how powerful the mind is. I ended up in the hospital for almost a year due to many complications. Almost died a few times and went into a coma for about a week. I combined prayer and visualization, uh, the power of the mind to pull myself out of the coma and save my life, quite literally. Just before going into the coma, I watched a special on the hospital TV channel with Dr. Bernie Siegel. He wrote the book, Love, Medicine, and Miracles. He was an oncologist and taught his patients how to visualize and use the visualization and to increase the rate of recovery after the treatment and improve their health. So I used those techniques along with prayer and I knew something was attacking my liver. So I visualized my body filtering the toxins from my liver. And I slowly went into a coma, but I didn't realize it at the time. I didn't know what was going on. At first, I was unable to move. Uh, then a day or two later, I couldn't talk. Another day or so, I was unable to open my eyes, yet I was fully conscious, but unable to communicate or move. Uh, shortly after that is when I must have went into the coma. And when I did wake up, the process reversed itself within about a day. And one of my nurses was a little surprised that I was awake and I told her what I had been, and told me that I had been in a coma and asked, you know, if I'd done anything because they did not pull me out of the coma. So I told her, well, I've been visual, you know, doing the visualizations. And she said to keep doing them. And eventually we figured out what was going on and I had my the final surgery in that and went home. And it turned out that um, when other patients went into a coma due to the liver problems like, like happened to me, uh, other patients uh, typically died in the coma. They never woke up. And so I'm really glad they didn't tell me that at the time. <laughs> so any rate, the, it's just, uh, you don't know what, what uh, is going to happen. So you really want to stay positive and, and always be thinking about um, 
what could go right instead of what can go wrong. So just uh, keep that in mind. <laughs> and let's, let's move on to the next section here. Okay, I want to share a story about two wolves with you. An old Cherokee Indian is teaching his grandson about life. A fight is going on inside me, he said to the boy. It is a terrible fight. It is between two wolves. One is evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. He continued, the other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person too. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? The old Cherokee simply replied, the one you feed. So my question to you is, which wolf are you feeding? Personally, I feed the good wolf as much as I possibly can. And you may ask, how do I do that? Well, I use a very powerful positive mindset tool called Positive Prime. It's a, a, a great way to, to prime your mind for success. It's uh, very easy to use. Just watching one of the, what we call a session for three minutes has been proven to positively impact the body and brain chemistry, and it lasts six to eight hours. Let me say that again. Watching for just three minutes lasts six to eight hours. It's a great return for on investment. Um, and each session is like a digital vision board on steroids, is the way I put it. A session consists of 1,000 positive images and 200 positive affirmation statements. They have themes such as health, finances, weight management, success, happiness, and we've got some for kids too. Uh, one of the features that I highly recommend you use is the ability to personalize the sessions in your account with your own photos and statements. It has an exponential effect and accelerates the results, uh, especially photos of you in places that you want to visit uh, or your goals, and um, particularly with you in them. Uh, even if you have to Photoshop yourself into the, that area and stuff. Because when your mind sees those images, you internalize the messages. Your mind treats it as something that has already happened. In other words, it believes it's true and will seek out evidence to prove it is true. Thus putting your subconscious in motion and helping it to make it happen. You will... Um, you know, you're just, you'll be amazed at the results you experience in you know relatively short amount of time. It's, uh, people have had things happen within a few months, and that it's just incredible. Um, this is basically is putting your desired transformations on autopilot because your subconscious is 
just working for you instead of against you. And I, I created a special website called PositiveMindsetTool.com. has a little promo video about both of my sessions, so you get to see a little bit about each of them, as well as I share a little um, you know, story of how I use visualization and that in the hospital to save my, basically save my life. Um, when you sign on that website, when you sign up for my email list, uh, you'll get a free quick start guide on walking you through creating your positive prime account, which is free. And you'll also get tips on how to get the most out of positive prime. You'll also get a special code to enter when you create your account so that you get both of my sessions for free. So it's critical when you're setting up your account, you need to enter my code in order to get my sessions for free. So you'll also get another session that's called uh, being happier. Plus you'll get enough credits added to your account to exchange for uh, another um, you know, session from our library. And that, uh, that's the other thing is, is while you're watching and using the tool, you're earning credits. So you're building up credits in your account and you can exchange them, you know, you get enough for another session to add to your account. And when sessions are added to your account, they're there for life. And you can watch them as much as you want, how, you know, anytime you want. So uh, feel free to share that website. Again, positivemindsettool.com. Uh, share it with your friends and family. Um, the, the free account is wonderful, but I highly recommend uh, upgrading so that you can personalize it. It's, it's exponentially more powerful. It's amazing. I invite you to also check out my website, actualizeyourfullpotential.com. That's actualizeyourfullpotential.com. It's got my contact information there, as well as a way to schedule a free discovery Zoom with me. And so I can see how I can um, help you in uh, greater detail. So um, the uh, thing to remember is that your past is just that, it's your past. Your future is your choice. So it's, start, it's time to start feeding the good wolf. <laughs> so hopefully you found the information that I shared today helpful. Please share it and uh, join me next time as we explore more ways to help you actualize your full potential. Until then, stay healthy, be positive, and take care. <laughs>